You're listening to The Process, where we talk to some of the industry's most talented artists, including film, TV and game. From concept artists to previs to 3D animators and visual effects artists, we talk about a personal project of theirs and take a look at the work that went into them, as well as show an insight into the mind and workflow of each artist. For any visuals discussed in this episode, we've provided a link to images and videos should you need a bit more context. Hey, Will. Hi, dude. How are you? Ace, man. I'm good, thanks. How's it going? Good. Good, good. You're Birmingham, are you? Yeah, Wolver- yeah close-ish. Wolverhampton. Oh, Wolver- uh, first Wolver- festival I ever went to was in Wolverhampton. Was it called Flip? It was. Ace, man. That's so. That's a while ago, isn't it? I, I actually vo- I remember volunteering there, like, when I was at university. Way back, yeah. Way back in like two thousand and six. What what did you show at the um, Flip Festival? What what kind of what was the what was the screening and how was it? That's a, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, I think I made a music video when I was maybe in like I think I was in like third year. I did animation at ECA in mm-hmm. College of Art here, and I think I had it. I think it was like the first festival selection. It was for a friend of mine's band. It was called Another Day. Yeah, very early After Effects. Was it? Like, like quite long song actually. He's a good. He's actually my sound designer now, and he's yeah. a musician too. Uh, he's he's kind of done all of our sound design over the years. He's mental. He's off his <laughs> He's a good pal of mine actually. He's up. He, he's upstairs. I'm yeah. in this. Uh, I'm still in Edinburgh. I'm in the studio, Summer Hall, yeah. in Edinburgh. He's upstairs. Okay, but yeah, it was his. It was his. Uh, it was his band years ago, and it was kind of like the first thing I really did. I was going to say, is that how you got into the world of like animation, just by doing like music? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I always wanted to do animation, hmm. like from like from being a kid, really, but not having really the means to do it because, yeah. like, we didn't even have. A, I think I borrowed my friend's camcorder to like double click the button quickly so oh, I could yeah. take a film, which okay. isn't official. Which isn't official. <laughs> Uh, my dad had a Super 8 camera that could take frame by frame. And when I was really young, uh, I was obsessed with South Park. Yeah. Like, I f- just fucking loved it. I wasn't, I was too young to watch it. I wasn't allowed. Same. Oh, no, I was allowed to watch it. I shouldn't have been allowed to watch yeah, it. Yeah. And what I ended up doing was, like, as a kid, sort of making my own ones <laughs> on my mate's video camera, which would be absolutely appalling if I could them now i hope no one ever finds them but i remember making something on an old super 8 camera with paper and stuff and it was i was using like sort of desk lamps and so it it was completely underexposed Mm. so it came back like weeks later like you sent it off in the post and like weeks (laughs) later and uh, it was just black like it was just like completely like nothing had like developed at all so i was like oh Oh, man i was so upset i was so upset it's like did you do any reshoots? Yeah, I I didn't know. I think I was just so done. When it came to like uh, my degree film, uh, it was called The Making of Longbird. It was a bit of a learning curve that, but that has Super 8 footage at the start. Uh, like, so I filmed on Super 8 and it was like trying to like, obviously deeply traumatized from, you know, like <laughs> trying to, film something on Super 8 and it not coming out and then like to actually have shot it on it and then it come back in the post like three weeks later and it's exposed was like 
I can go on with my life now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can progress, you know? Yeah, man. There's <laughs> cool about it because it's like, it's physical. Mm. You just can't really recreate that. Mm. No, and, it, and I, I think I dragged it around like the studio and it's like, it's all noisy and old. It's supposed to be from like, you know, 20th century. Like, and it's just like really, it's all like been found and it's been like uh, damaged heavily mm-hmm. and burned and all that. So it's like, oh, just so so nice to see that stuff yeah man i and then it's then it that film becomes a mix of like it's it's actually 2d yeah two, and it's like footage of yourself talking to the character on the that's right yeah i was into 2d i was into puppet stuff because i liked working fast i kind of stuck at that for a good 10 years i didn't really get into like 3d like i'm like blender obsessed now recently so and, you got, recent- and you got some blender socks as well I've got blender socks. My, I got my, my got them for my birthday. I had awesome. some. I had some for my wedding day, uh, and now, like last year, uh, they got holes <laughs> in now. They got the blender socks, oh, um, but they've got holes in now. I've got had to it. put them in the bin. Oh what? I don't know how. It's like someone went in there, a little and bullied out about oh, four me. little holes in the bottom. <laughs> so I've That's had to chuck them. Sexual. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I was so delighted. That was that. Was, they were my. That was my favorite birthday present. I think I'm Scottish, right? So I I need to like next time I wear a kilt, I'm gonna put them on. Oh yeah, kilt that's in like, blender socks. Yeah, that's that's not that been is... done before. No, I don't think you know. Nice. <laughs> you're you're like. So do you actually know how to use blender? Not I like only me. I only know what I need to know at the minute. I don't. Yeah. You know, I I probably only know five percent, two percent, one percent ish of stuff. Um, I wonder if anyone knows knows all of it. Does anyone actually know? If you see anybody walking around with a huge head, <laughs> then maybe that's the person that knows a lot more than I, most. You sort of have to kind of pick. Well, I mean, again, like I am new to it. It's hmm. it's sort of. I think it was lockdown actually. Yeah, it was. Oh, it? it was totally lockdown. I uh, I've been I've been using this software called Moho for over like honestly like 12, 13 years. Yeah. It's like a two D puppet animation thing i did Longbird in it i did i've made another a few other shorts like have heart was all in it like no one knew what moho was and it's awesome it's so fast it's like i'm like i kind of know it inside out yeah. but like they're they're great the people who make it they're great they're really supportive it's just like one of these things where like i think actually more recently people are starting to use it a bit more and mm. it's it's getting a little better than it was I was completely, completely obsessed with it because it's it's just it's just so quick and you know there's that difference between like making something and never finishing something or actually making something because you want to get sure. an idea, you know, which is like that and that that's I've always been on that side of things a little more. Yeah, you know, what I mean, not just making things for the sake. I'd, li- yeah. I'd like to actually finish things. And what what why did you switch to Blender out of interest? What was the uh, reason for that? I think after ten years you kind of naturally want to pivot a little bit right. and try something else because i mean you know what it's like you know we kind of do what we do like every day pretty much mm-hmm. and you're always thinking about it and it's like it's you sort of just need to kind of like snap out of it yeah sometimes and like try something else and that whole like global pandemic thing that mm-hmm. weird thing that happened that weird thing. felt like a pretty like ideal time to like I remember thinking like will i like start like 
I mean, I've never been to the gym in my life, right? <laughs> I've got no, no, like, desire. That was one of the next questions, actually, Will. <laughs> <laughs> like, should I go to the gym and, like, do that a lot? Or should I, like, learn Blender or something? <laughs> it's, it's a no-brainer <laughs> like, for me. Exactly. And I'm re I really did. I picked the right one. Yeah. Like, because everything I've done is 2D, I kind of just tried to work out uh, how to do what I was doing in Moho in Blender. Right. So it's like 2D design, 2D puppet stuff. And actually, now that I remember, I read on a post, I read on a, like a weird, obscure blog post somewhere that Moho was going like out of business. Oh, really? Which didn't happen. But I remember in my existential, like, you know, crisis of like, there's a global pandemic and the, the and Moho is going to go down software that I use, <laughs> like that I've done all my work on and all of my livelihood and all, all the money I ever make in the world creatively as well is going. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like I need to train up, sure. I need to retrain. But now it really worked out for the best because mm. uh, I'm Blender obsessed now. I love it. And it's creatively very satisfying to be in there. Yeah. And Moho's fine. So like yeah. I can whatever you need to do a really quick, quicker job. Yeah. I can like I can just jump in there and yeah, so it's sure. good. So I did it, it worked out. But yeah, it's like I going in, it was like that the rigging thing was a great way of getting in for me, mm -hmm. I think. I was gonna say, did you like just learn as you as you went along? Like I I want it to do this. And I and I could just put a bone here and constrain this to there, and then oh, the eyes work. Well, absolutely, like I'm, like not conventional at all. Yeah, because you it's need like, you I'm, need you know what you want it to do, so you need it's kind of very bespoke towards what what you you need, isn't it? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And because I was only doing like two, because I was doing two D stuff, mm -hmm. I don't need Blender for three D. I I kind of just want it for the you know this. Well, one, it's the new software I'm going to try and use to do my stuff. But it's like, I just need it to do that stuff I was doing in Moho. Sure. And then as I was doing it, it's like, geez, it's like, I mean, you know, Moho's excellent, but there was like, oh, I can do so much more now, you know what I mean, than I could yeah. before. And like, and I can kind of customize things a lot better than than what I was kind of used to in like inside Moho. Yeah. So like, and then it just sort of kind of, kind of developed from there, I guess. Nice. And I, and then just got really into these like, uh, creative rigging so like you know i kind of just obsessed with it really and then finding all these like little like glitches and weird things about it and being like oh that's quite cool actually i quite like the sort of like weird little clipping yeah. things that happen and all that because like again coming at it from more design point of view was like i think when people get into blender it's like oh it's suddenly it's like mega like you, you can just kind of try loads of different types of stuff. You're not going kind to of stuck with one style, you know. What I'm yeah, man. Like the glitch, the glitch thing. Like, it, like I'm, I'm a big fan of David O'Reilly and external um, world and things like that. I, uh, he's, he's superb. His work's superb. I think coming from the, the, the short film world, I guess, you know, through like grad films and like short films and all that. That's the those. It's like your peers that kind of influence you, isn't it? It's yeah. like you know I mean, the people who you're like, who you're seeing in festivals and mm -hmm. doing like interesting, yeah, like really exciting animation. I'm like obsessed with that. People often ask like, what's what's your influence? And it's like it's definitely like peers. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's not this like famous filmmaker who's made like a hundred feature films. Mm -hmm. It's like 
it's people doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of David O'Reilly's short films called uh, Please Say Something. Aye. Um, with, with Yeah, incredible, in it? Um, with, uh, I, I think Have Heart had gave me a little vibe of, maybe Aye. it's like the timing and the, the sound effects. I know it's, you know, those digital sounds, the really random, like, glitch sounds and the glitch effect type. I think I think it was. A, I think his work's been a big influence. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously I was much more focused on 2D mm. at the time. But, um, yeah, like, even, like, I think story-wise, certain about, like, the subtitling and, yeah. like, kind of, uh, you know, the animal characters and stuff yeah. like that, I was, like, kind of, it must have influenced it. So I'd made, like, Longbird, and I, I worked with this other guy called Ainsley Henderson, who's a stop-motion animator. Now he's kind of come to influence the my the visual stuff that I've kind of been more recently working on. But like we had done a couple of things together. We did a film called Monkey Love Experiment, mm. uh, which is like a mixture of kind of filmed live action. And he animated like the main character, which is this little monkey called Gandhi. And we were at, my job was to kind of well, we we kind of co-wrote or directed it. But my job was really like the compositing, sticking it together. And like getting the final look right, mm. that was a funded film, and that was cool, and it was it was like great to have that support. That was awesome. Mm. But I think after it, maybe a couple of years later, I'm like, I, my thing is always was always 2D. So I was into this kind of like very designed. Yeah, you can definitely see, long, like you said, like long shots, kind of emotional and personal stuff, which yeah. they all were, and. The, for this thing, it was like, I want to make a film where I don't, I, I'm actually going to make it chronologically because, you know, in our, you know, in production, it's so, particularly with like, of what, with working with Ainsley, it's like everything's boarded. You have like, you pick your shot that's, you know, you have your shot list and you're like, it's pretty grueling and you have to just crunch through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have not, I don't really work like that. Like, I like, you know, like kind of waking up in the morning and, not really knowing what's going to happen mm. if you've got a project and like so i kind of knew okay i'm going to eventually get sort of in this territory of right. something for for have heart when watching like betty for example and and and, yeah. and uh, making of like longbird and things that interaction between yourself and the the story and the character it's like I, I may be wrong in the way that you do this, but it feels like you're controlling the camera with like almost as if you're scrolling in and out at times, like in a viewport yeah. sense. You're you're totally right. It's quite like because this is all in mobile, right? And that's kind of how you know in a two D program like that, your interface is that. It's like when you zoom in, you're like you know you know you're like you just like block in thirty percent, block in thirty percent. And then you have to kind of scroll it around. And I really loved that. There's this like a uh, creator that's behind it that's that you it. never see. And like Longbird is a bit like that. Have Heart's very like that yeah. too. Because Have Heart's essentially about like trying to get, I, I always said it was like the Truman Show, but if it was on an iPad, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like Truman Show on an iPad, but it, the main character is a GIF. It's like, oh, I'd like, I'd like to see that. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? I, maybe I like I keep talking about it, so no one else is going to fucking make it. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just try that. And yeah, so I think I think it's like pro, like pro, this is why I'm quite glad that you got in touch because like you know it's this process. Yeah, the process is like actually like in all of my films, it's a real big part of mm. 
like the making of Longbird is about making a film yeah. and struggling with a character and like them tell and it's a kind of suitable metaphor that your character's like telling you that you're a piece of shit. It's just like your idea is saying that you're like worthless. Yeah. And it feels like that when particularly when you're in college trying to make a finished, like accomplished film. You know what I mean? It's like what I found was if you're honest with people and you're like, I fucking don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But then, you know, there's this tension and then it's got characters in it and that's your drive, that's mm. your focus. It kind of really worked out. Yeah. Sort of, it was like a happy accident for me. Oh, I genuinely was like, I don't know if anyone will want to see this. But, and then I've continued that. Like, all right, I'll, 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 I've sort of like continued to be like, okay, I'm going to make films about process. Yeah. Because as animators, we're always there, like mm -hmm. doing that. We're always kind of stuck, like with the process. And it's yeah. so... The, so many man hours, yeah. woman hours, you know, hours of like just sitting there and tweaking things and making them better. And then you sort of start to question if it's all a waste of time. Mm. Yeah. It's, but it's like, it's kind of exhilarating as well. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite artists is David Shrigley. Um, yeah. So we're going to play a very quick game. You're going to tell me when to stop, right? <laughs> yeah, and cool. this, this is going to then um, give you your mood of the day. Can you see? Nice. Okay. Can you see this? Yeah. I can see. I can see. Stop. So you have got. I don't know if you can see this. I washed the flag because it was dirty. It was dirty. <laughs> yeah, I'm in that sort of today. I am led by humor. Yeah. So it's like it. You know, like Betty's like that. I just thought it was such a stupid, funny little thing. Yeah. And you know, what I mean, and it's like you just have to like anything that looks kind of dumb. And is dealt is dealt with like really seriously, really, really tickles me. So like Chris Shepard, right? Yeah. He did a film called Dad's Dead. Uh, you probably shouldn't put that into Google, really. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not a, not a thing that anyone wants to see pictures of. It's it's so brilliant, man. I guess he wasn't uh, going for the did. SEO keywords when he was naming that short that film. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah, this totally blew my mind when I was in college. It was like, it opened up a whole other thing. Like, it's like, this guy's a filmmaker. That was the difference. It wasn't like an animator or, in, you know, and he is a great animator, but it was like, his storytelling just blew my mind. He came and he did a talk and like, I just thought, I, I just loved it. And it kind of made me think about compositing a lot and okay. like how, and like, you know, and Longbird kind of, kind of, again, I've, I think I've said it to him since. Because and again, and love, another lovely thing is I've got I got to know him after that, and I see him at festivals, not in a wee while, but you know what I mean. He yeah. Comes to see our, our films now, and it's very cool. And I think that inspired Longbird because okay. it's like, oh, I can, I can like, I can film stuff, and suddenly it just kind of opened up doors. Right. And he's actually got. We went on, and he did. He's done like, Dad's Dead too. Nice. And like. He did loads of things back in the day. He worked on uh, the animation, and uh, it was that character who did. He had like the trash bat, and it was oh, all about um, trash bat dot cock. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. What's fucking called? Like this is awful. Trash bat dot cock. Nathan Barley. Nathan, Nathan Barley, Barley, of course, and oh, sugar rape. Was it sugar? Sugar rape. Amazing. And so like, there's like all these like like brilliant animations of like monkeys masturbating and all that and it's just yeah. like the rise of the idiot and he's like he rise did all of the that. idiot yeah that's so good and i i just yeah i haven't seen anything like that mm. to be honest so, so, I mean? like, so, so when you you've got you obviously when you realize you could like film stuff and that you could integrate with 
the characters and they could integrate with you. Is that something that kind of was a conscious thing to, I'm going to interact with these characters and they, they can interact with me? Was that, Or did I that just happen? So. You know? I, I think so. And I think also because, like, again, like animators really work kind of on their own a lot. Mm-hmm. And I found, like, I think it's not changed much, actually. I've found that, like, if I want, I, I get very, like, I'm a weirdly impatient guy. Like, I'm obviously patient enough to, like, animate sometimes, but it's starting to do it on my face, so it's a lot faster. But, like, I, you know, I'm obviously, like, invested in the process and, like, I'm, like, I can focus on things. But, like, I'm actually impatient when it comes to, like, ideas and making things. I want things to be made. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense that I just, you bring that personal element. So, like, long, it's like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get an actor, you know, to come in to like, you know, to act in my film because it's like, no, I need all, I kind of need all the time in the world, strangely, so that I can get it the way I want it. Right. So like, that's why I would include myself in in Longbird. But then, and then that just sort of manifests itself in like other ways. It's like, obviously, I'm making Have Heart or I'm making Betty and there's this hand of this animator behind it. But it's like, well, that's my hand. So you, you just kind of like accept that it's like oh no i'm part of my filmmaking i don't want to be like a lot of the time but like i've not really got a choice yeah you know so it's like it it just starts to go yeah it starts to make me go all right well like again this this feature that we've done it's like it was quite it's quite a personal thing but it's like i'm totally in it and it's like a documentary right and it's like because at the end of the day the story was the most important thing where it was like which sounds a bit of a cliche, like everyone says that, but it is totally true. It's like, you, you have to like, yeah, you can design nice things and be good at modeling or making rigs and all that. And it's like, it doesn't fucking matter mm-hmm. as long as you like actually, you know, are kind of communicating something yeah. to the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, and I'm, I'm thinking about that more recently in Blender and I'm like, totally love it. And you can weirdly, Moho didn't have as much of a community. So there wasn't, when you, I wouldn't, I mean, sharing it wouldn't necessarily like generate a lot of like attention or whatever. And that's maybe just me not being very good at social media, you know, when, when I was using it. But like when I got into Blender, it was like, fucking hell, there's like such a big community. And when I get stuck and I'm like, how does this work? Someone like responds and goes, yeah. oh, do this. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, so then I kind of got addicted to that because it's like, oh, well, I'm kind of learning Blender through the community. Yeah. And by, I'm kind of learning by doing and, you know, like, like, which is how you learn probably, but, you know, and sharing whilst I'm doing it. And like, I, and that, that's, I think is kind of feeding into a new film. Right. Maybe. But it's like, yeah, this, I just love this sort of open project idea nice. that like you, you just share everything and then maybe like, Maybe like by asking like the community or the public, they start to influence a film idea mm-hmm. or whatever. I've got this new character called Greg and he's like a cat. Can we see Greg in real life today or is he not at the studio? Yeah, not in, not in, not in real life, unfortunately. No. Because, you know, he's, yeah, but he's in, uh, he's, or do you mean like the actual physical cat? Yeah, the or- physical cat. Well, you know, it kind of doesn't exist, unfortunately. I thought there was but a photo like, of you somewhere with the cat that looks like Greg. That or did I make Atum. that up? No, the Atum is like... Or did you just find a cat and go, oh, that looks like Greg? 
that is that looks correct. Yeah. People send me it. People are people like uh, there's. I love this guy. Like he sent me like a story on Instagram, and he had drawn Greg, and it like, and it's like it just looks right like him. And then I looked into like, yeah, I'm gonna butcher this by the way. Like cats that have like hair that grow, like uncontrollably. Um, but this was a this was an influence to like Greg. I think that kind of this morning I woke up to my cat looking at me through the window, literally just staring at me like that. And it's oh, kind of like daunting, man. What's that? You're a cat person. Yeah, yeah, not. yeah. Love cats. It'd be cats. weird if you. It'd be weird if you weren't a cat person. No, yeah. I, I'm a big yeah, cat that was person. A terrible Th question. Three cats. Yeah. Oh, I'm a I'm a cat I'm a cat person. Oh, yeah. My my film. I just made a film about a cat called A Cat Called Dom. That's the longer yes, one. Yes, yeah. It's actually playing in Birmingham in uh, we, Flatpak. Yeah, we were going to talk about that because we went, we go, obviously Flatpak is close to us. So Flatpak last year, we did like a, a cover it, covering it and it's on our socials because we went three or four days, I think it is. Um, and you're showing there. And also, because last year yeah. it was Overlap was part of Flatpak. And are you so also showing yeah. at Overlap as well? Oh, overlap. Louis Hudson, do you know him? Yeah, yeah. Louis's a really good pal. Really? And we went to college together. But he, he finished when I started. Okay. So I've known Louis for years and years, you know, and he's he's brilliant. We've yeah. been at an overlap before. So it's, yeah, so it's an overlap night. And then the night, I think we're going to come along to the overlap night. And then the night after, brilliant. we're showing, it, Louis's going to interview me and the co-director, Ainsley. Oh, and we're going to like uh, show a cat called Dom and maybe some other little short things Brilliant. as well. We'll be there. But, uh, we'll have to catch up. Yeah, man. And tell your tell your Birmingham crew. Tell the world. I didn't realise that you knew Louis. That's brilliant. Yeah, so Louis, um, I know Louis through going to Flatpak. I mean, uh, through Overlap. Uh, yeah. And we've, you know, been in a lot of... He knows, everybody kind of knows everybody you know animation world so um yeah yeah, yeah. he knows uh, drew ropa stop motion animation yeah. a good so, friend of ours and so you know when i was talking about flip at the yeah. start i met drew ropa at flip because he was he had a space at that chub building yeah because he was setting up his stop motion company yamination way back yeah 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 i and again like i see him maybe every i think the last time i saw him would have been an overlap really but yeah yeah it's great it's it's i can't wait yeah i can't man. wait Yes, we've got that coming up, which will be really cool. But yeah, th again, and I, it's kind of what I've just been talking about. That film is very like, uh, we're in it. Me and Ainsley are in it. It's about the creative process. It's about kind of failing to make the film work, which is very, very me. It's like, I'm very good at making films about not knowing how to make films, which is a little bit like eye-rolly. It's like, oh, fuck's sake, just make an actual film, please. But I am, act with all of the self-deprecation aside, I'm Scottish, I do that. <laughs> I'm actually really pleased with this, and it's Amazing. like, it's it's like a, it's a it's a difficult. It was a really difficult one to make. Yeah. It's like it's like, you know, very personal. It's about sure. my mum's yeah. cancer. She's like, she's fine. She's good. But it became a film about not communicating about how you feel, sure. about kind of avoiding, you know, being more close with each other, and you know, it's you know, it's a difficult time to like. Sure. Watch your someone you sure. love, like maybe you know, yeah, slip away, and it's and it felt like, I you know, again process led. Like I'm, I'm sitting there just animating characters and kind of communicating with her, 
through them, she like found all these like Glaswegian seagulls and like 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 pigeons from like the borders that again are smoking. She like found that so funny. So yeah. I would find I would find out making things to talk to her a little bit, really? and then this cat kind of emerged out of. She got cancer, and then I like this idea that there's this cat kind of spreads out as a character kind of grows, spreads out over like the length of the film, and it's it's sort of like uncontrollably kind of like there, which is what cancer is like. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it's I don't. And then weirdly, I'm not wanting to spoil it, but it's like it's almost like. I don't think it spoils it anyway. It's like, it's almost, I love this kind of the beauty and an idea of something like, although like cancer is horrible and you know, it's, you know, it's like really difficult to talk about. But in my experience, it was strangely like it kind of bonded us. Right. Cause like it got us like out of our comfort zone and we had to like, you know, well, I had to make this film, which kind of communicates how I feel about her which, you know, I was kind of really bad at communicating about how I felt about her. So it's it's a weird kind of like, it's a weird thing where it's like, I, this thing that's kind of scary and terrifying, I tried to personify yeah. it and give it a voice and actually kind of fall in love with it a little bit so yeah. that we can become closer, which is quite a difficult thing to talk about yeah. once people lose. Plus, you know, everyone's been affected by cancer, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I wanted to just do something a bit, that put another spin on it and just was like, yeah, that that's something that's worth being made, Brilliant. and like that's something that I feel that's like difficult to talk about, you know. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping that, uh, yeah, people like it. It's yes. kind of like moho stuff, and I hope it, I hope it resonates with people. But we'll see. We'll see in Birmingham. It's, yeah, man, absolutely. Is it is it uh, moho fully moho as in the the the, the animation side of it? Yeah, yeah, it's all moho, I think. Yeah. And again, I started it like eight years ago. Let's see if am I still sharing? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Any problem here? Yeah, you're getting little clips here, but it's basically a mixture of uh green caps, yeah, uh talking directly to like camera photo booth style, filmed footage that's more like uh a little bit more cinematic. Like cause the cause essentially we were trying to make a film that like fictionalized it all, which is a really flawed idea. And that's not going to work. But I actually did think it was going to work for several years until the point where it kind of like all falls apart. And then I realized like, oh, years later, it's like you have to just present. Well, I actually Ainsley realized you have to present what you have, even if it's imperfect right. and failed in your head. It's like you have to present what you have. And that's the most honest thing you can do because sure. it's, like, it's a strangely dishonest medium when you're like making things and like trying to tell a story that's kind of yours and and it was flawed because it's like it's also like partly mum's story as well so i'm like what do you how do you package that you know what i mean and should you that's a great i i think i don't know what the answer to that is necessarily i have to wait and see what people think but so far it's going good and yeah so i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm really really pleased about flatpak because you know, getting it in an overlap and like, you know, just seeing animators seeing it as well. Cause it is, it, it presents itself not really like an animated film cause it isn't really, it's a documentary, you know, it's like, it's, it's a documentary uh, feature really. 
that um, has an animated element in it. But like that's what Longbird was like, and it's as close to Longbird than anything else, really, because I pretty much started it not long after it. Okay. It went on and on and on. So you're like, the good thing about character design, well, there's a bad thing about character design, <laughs> but it's like, if I, if I like changed my mind, it would have been really problematic. Yeah. And I, and I think also I needed to finish it as well before moving on to like Blender. Oh, okay. Because it's like, you know what I mean? I like, I need to draw a line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's me. That's okay. That might be the last 2D like. Right film maybe like so i'm like right i'm moving in i'm going in blender style now blender well um the cat the cat when you mentioned about the um you know did you say like like the cancer like growing in the cat we <laughs> saw a clip of one of your bits of you know you play around a lot with like geometry nodes and funky things that you, it feels like you just you know, maybe you're just trying it out and see what happens, and it's all kind of like does weird shit, which is really cool. Like there's a there's a clip with, yeah. with Greg where he's kind of like walking, and then that it kind of just turns into this like blob thing. <laughs> bulbous, what? bulbous mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, was that? What, can you explain that? If it, yeah, if he does have an explanation, <laughs> I just love the experimental side of. I imagine oh, we'll found like this add this add on or this modifier that did something really funky to it, or unless it was intentional. Well, that, that no, not yeah. That was a modifier. I think that's the. Well, bring it up. Yeah. Let's see if I can bring it up. Let's see if I can. And I let's guess that Greg goes up. back. Yeah, let's get Greg. Let's get Greg in. <laughs> and yeah, welcome to yeah. the podcast, Greg, everybody. Um, it, it was, yeah. um, you know, you mentioned earlier about your characters sort of sometimes, you know, you do, they do something that kind of makes you think, oh, well done, man. I didn't realize that could be done or. They've done something there. It's I've react. I'm reacting to something. Yeah, more so now because it's like now with like you know this motion capture thing within Blender, and like you attach it to your face. You know when you're yeah. physically like animating like when you're like physically animating like uh, a character, particularly in like 2D. It's like you are like well in in Moho, I want you know you're physically moving the puppet around. Now the whole thing that really excites me is that it's like. I can connect my phone mm -hmm. and then like squint and like talk and try and like, you know, just kind of get into it like you would, like an actor would. Yeah. And even recently, like the last couple of like weeks, there's like full body stuff. It's like, it's a bit glitchy, but like you can kind of like film stuff on your phone and then you can like bring it in a rigify rig. And it's like, it's actually starting to do the stuff I've been talking about, being excited about right. way more. Right. Like, so it's, way more like uh exciting yeah and that's again it's like a pivot point where you're like okay i've been doing the same thing for like 10 years like and this is just like i get obsessed with this i'm yeah. just so into it and it's and it is it's exper it is kind of through experimentation i guess i think that thing about like the inflating thing what wasn't actually a geo nodes thing I, i'm super into geo nodes yeah love it. i can tell it's, it's like basically like the new hair system is like this is actually a slightly destructive way of working but there's a new hair system where you change the thickness of the hair and things oh, like yeah. that let me see if i can bring it up yeah uh, and it's all like procedural okay. which is just totally real. so i think the so hair could, noise, could he become you know, a complete furball if you wanted to just turn up a, a, oh, a node and it becomes like a, just a fluff ball oh absolutely <laughs> but yeah like this this hole is just like a non a non-destructive like other 
layer that geometry nodes kind of yeah like enable so this has been like this was like the new hair system that you basically draw on a mesh so let's take off so this is my mesh okay. here uh and so that was kind of made with the skin modifier i think pretty quickly and it's been rigged and posed here but then you just kind of like draw over it with the new hair system and i was quite into this it's sort of greasy looking but then i was playing around with like slightly fluffier thing mm -hmm. but it, it's all like just this geometry node setup which is, i think for people coming into geometry nodes it's probably like a little daunting but to i'll honestly say i don't know do you do any of it it's like not not it's really, really no it's really not as scary as it looks yeah. it's so fun and you often recycle a lot of what people do like there's a lot of tutorials for geometry nodes kicking about yeah. on youtube now and like you very quickly go and you can again start being creative with it yeah. very quickly you start like messing about with your own like curve lines and noises and like adding your own image textures and it just starts to really open up sure. like a really exciting side of you know blender which is proceduralism i guess yeah. which is a new which is like a pretty new thing to blender i think it's like you know it's only kind of more recently because of geometry notes that have been able to do it but like i and like the eyes as well the, the eyes are like let me see if i can get an eye up i think that's got a sort of I think it was sort of had a procedural shader on it. And you were and doing auto, it auto iris um, um, yeah, to yeah. light and stuff with the eyes closing. Yeah, again, that's using... So I, basically, it's like a simple rigging thing. Um, you got all your blend shapes, and then, you, you know, like, you can add drivers and blender. I just, like... And then because I kind of came in with rigging, it's like, okay, well, maybe that can scale yeah. back your iris. And it's it's sort of based it's sort of a procedural texture nice. using like noise, so it like it kind of changes all the time. Yeah. So that's kind of kinky. I like that. Nice. And then uh, the way I think I got the the way I got it to auto the auto iris yeah. thing was kind of into, and again I'm probably doing it totally stupid, totally wrong. But like because I've got this face it thing, so I can I can like connect oh is it well, yeah, what it do you sense. use for that face it because that's the add-on from, from the um blender the marketplace isn't it? absolutely yeah it's brilliant we, we've it's got like, we've so got we, our own facial capture thing for blender i don't know if you've i don't know if it would work got, for this we 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 did our own like wrote our own it's a similar thing to um face it we've we we call it um the face hugger um amazing I'm gonna download it. You, you can. Well, we, we haven't got it released yet. Anyway, just because it's oh, we we use it for our stuff internally, but we don't know. We sent it to a few people to test out. Um, I'll test it. I'll but test. we'll we'll send it to you. See see what you think of it. It it might absolutely. You know, it, like it, I I yeah, face it's great. So like anything and it like I'd love to try it. Yeah. Like uh, this yeah this and it I uses like... face cap as well, which is the what you use on the the ad yeah, root stuff. That's totally it. Yeah, we're using AdRoots before, yeah. which is kind of which is fine, but then it wouldn't work on new builds. And it was Apple Silicon; it was struggling a little bit so yes. on a like a MacBook. But um, what I loved about Face It is that it's got its own OSC, mm -hmm. you know, thing. Yeah. So that's cool as hell that you've yeah. done that. Um, and it, what the good thing about Face It is it makes all those uh, blend shapes. Right. Oh, um, okay. So, 
So it generates the 52 blend shapes that you need for a face cap yeah. thing. And then uh, saves them saves them in a in an action and then it can call on them so yes. I can record the face live. Yeah, which that's which I've been doing with this uh this guy here. Okay, nice, man. The, the, the actual the hardest thing I've found, because like again, rigging kind of came a little more naturally to me than uh other things. Cause I, I as you say, it's like with different with different um People are better at different things, sure. and there's so many things you can do. Like with with uh, so rigging was fine. What is like for me the hardest thing, which is probably I think this is right. Like because I you know again I'm a noob. Is modeling is like the hardest thing. It's 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 like the most fundamental thing that you need to do. Mm-hmm. But like the actual like modeling of yeah that seems to be the hardest thing, and right. that's like the biggest that's the biggest boundary for me mm. like i think as well as you're coming from 2d you're not thinking about um topology yeah it's you're kind not... of that flat you know does it work in that flat exactly you know? and exactly. it's just edges really edges and shapes isn't it really opposed to uh topology and and depth and 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 correct topology and all the all the said rules and that's correct topology that's wrong topology that's good topology bad topology all that exactly. stuff it kind of makes you think, oh, am I, is this right? Or is this edge loop correct? Or is it going to, you know? So, so like what I wanted to say about this was like, I really worked on the topology of this right. that I think is okay. Cause I like really spent a lot of time on it, but it was killer for me. Was it? I like, I think it was like, it was like, I think I started on a day and I was like, kind of used to rigging, used to like, I was playing around with hair and all that. I was like, my topology is terrible. Because at the end of the day, like when you're making things, it doesn't, if you're not, unless you're making a game, it's like, it doesn't matter for the yeah. general public because they, you just try to get your ideas out. But that slight obsessive side of me is like, I want to get better at topology. Right. And like, I think as well, geometry nodes is in that, like, I think you'll start finding your, you'll be able to, because you model with it. It's mm-hmm. like making geometry out of a node based system. That's kind of, that's kind of why, like, I'll bring up, like, have you seen that noodles thing that I did? Yeah. Like I, that's like the reason, the new one, that's the reason I made that. Cause it's kind mm-hmm. of what I'm talking about is that the hardest thing in Blender for me is like modeling. Yeah. Cause I so guess I- you can just scale up now. Like if, it, if that's on a curve and you wanted like the D to be thicker, you haven't got to worry about like, you can just scale up the, the curve there, can't you? And it's, yeah. ge- it's effectively generating you a new, Geometry, uh, new topology and new geometry in a way. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And you can, you know, like you know, like anything else, you can then like yeah, do anything with it. You can like extrude it. You can basically draw in a three D space there. And again, it's like it's not groundbreaking, but it's it's just like that is such a powerful way. Like and th- that procedural way of working is so much more like exciting. Yeah, it's just nice, like re- it's just that like i would want yeah do you know what i mean and then looking at it like that it's like oh well if someone's come new to blender what i would have liked was to be able to draw anything in it and it just to be there sure do you know what i mean yeah you know what i mean like like that sort of like you know like you what was it called that that rigging thing in after effects what was it uh, um Rubber hose or like our oh, rubber hose and butt cap. Uh, no, but, butt cap was was it axle? Was it? Oh man, 
axle horse or axe foundry axle. And limber as well. Limber, limber is the one I'm yeah. thinking of. It, like, they're, you're like, really intuitive, great, they're well-built, and it's like, oh, what's the equivalent in, like, 3D where you can make little tubes and then rig sure. them up and all that? I was like, that's what I was looking to do, and it's like... And again, loads of, I mean, I'm not, definitely not the first to do that, but like loads of people have done that, I think. But I'm like, that, that's what I would want yeah. coming from 2D, going into a software that's really like Blender. I'm like, I would like to be able to import something and then just be able to work. Because at the end of the day, it's for artists, really. Yeah, and it's what you, you know, what you, you know, what you need and what you want. And it's like, how can I do it? How do I do it? Or And then you just kind of discover things as you go, I guess, at, at times. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just probably things like just a very short note about like, I even like adding a texture. Yeah. Like you know in Blend, like you're adding like uh you know and then it saves them in action, but they might delete themselves unless you save it as a. Oh yeah, the shield uh, button and the the store. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. What's it called when you? How does they put it? It's a yeah fake user. Fake user. Yeah. That took me far. That took me far too long. Yeah. To be like, all right, that's gone now. Yeah, I was terrified you know I mean? at I, first when I was f- working because I've come from like we've only been using Blender for like a, f- a few years, really, maybe about four years, really. Um, mm-hmm. And when it was saying like, if you don't, if you close the file and you don't click this button, and when the next time you open it, it's gone. And I was thinking, oh shit! Like I was because w- the first time I used Blender was actually on a project for a client. Then I thought, you know what? If I need to learn Blender. I'm, you know, character design and rigging and some animations. I thought now's the yeah. step to kind of just test it out. And I was, so I was doing it, you know, over a few weeks and I thought, shit, like if I don't really know the software yet and I'm just finding out what I need mm-hmm. to know. But when there was little comments yeah. saying, if you don't tick this, when you open it, it's going to be gone. I was thinking, shit. And I'd, I'd open it every now and then just to check everything was still there from when I left it. Because I was terrified, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. And again, so making a thing like, and I get, you know, not like, you know, not this big achievement. It's just, I, it's just going back to like what I would want. Yeah. Starting it. It's like what I would want is for someone to like, yeah, to be able to bring in an asset that's like, that can do loads of things that I want it to do. It's procedural. I can scale it up. I can turn the resolution right down so it disappears. I can turn it up, not too high, put a little buffer on it so it doesn't go too high, like a subdiv, you know, you know, yeah. subdivision, you know, yeah, you know, surface thing that will crash your computer. Like, and all that stuff is there in Blender for you to like mm-hmm. customize and kind of just do your own thing with. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, like you can go on to a tutorial and copy the way someone makes a character, which is a really good. I've actually got one. I've got a masterclass on motion design. Yes, please. And, and where do, do we that. go? To, where do we go to find that? Will <laughs> that? Well, you can go. You can go to my website uh, <laughs> or motion design tool. Okay. Uh, and that's an intro to like uh, grease pencil rigging that puppet stuff that I was talking about earlier sure. in grease pencil. But um, but. My point was, at the end of the day, it's like you, you given, yeah, having tools so you you can just do your own thing because mm-hmm. everyone will draw slightly differently. So it's like if I give the noodles to someone and then they can like make their own thing and like draw on top of geometry yeah. and then add little make a make a little. There was a thing like kind of just working it out as I go along, like being able to switch geometry, like you said, which is what stop frame is all about. Mm-hmm. It's like you know. My co-director, he makes different mouths yeah. and 
he'll make eyelids. He actually made eyelids for our new shark in Blender. He designed them in Blender and printed them out. It's like ah. you could use Blender in so many different fucking ways yeah. that like just completely like enables you to do what you want to do and be creative with your own stuff. It's like the, how exciting is that? Yeah. It doesn't cost anything. Exactly. Well, yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? And I, it's like, a, like I've been paid off by Blender. It's <laughs> like that. Well, it's it's similar in a way, like you say, like that stop motion thing. If you, you know, just draw in a shape and you've got uh, a tube. Similar, you know, if you give a kid or an adult some some plasticine or some, you know, traditional stuff, exactly. if you roll it up into from a ball to this, you can stretch it and you've got a tube. And if you Absolutely. just curl it around, you've got a curly version of it. You've got, you know, you can do all this kind of stuff. It's it's in a similar way to look what you can create just by drawing and stretching and doing that totally. type of stuff, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, it's – and I think it will just get easier and easier. Mm -hmm. Like the new Blender 3.5 Alpha, they it comes shipped with, like – I'm so in a hair at the moment. Mm -hmm. But it comes shipped with, like, all these geometry nodes setups pre in your asset browser oh, really? for, like, clumps of hair and how to twist them and how to make them frill at the edges and how to change the color and the density and, like uh, – like, it's like it's all getting easier. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like if you download, you know, Geometry was pretty new. Mm -hmm. Like I can't remember what version exactly it came in. Was it three? It's like Yeah, I think it was three point one. Yeah. Three or and three. It, and some honestly, some days, man, I just like if you know, if it's got a bit of downtime in that I put I put it in that R and D box of like any time I spend on this is useful because mm -hmm. like uh, like for, for example, I can't I can't show you anything unfortunately. But That's okay. We're in, we're in development on a, a a Christmas movie with Cartoon Network. Oh what? It's not it's not like it's not like happening yet because it's development. Yeah. You know, you never know. But like they're like two little characters, they're elves, and I like because I like geometry nodes. I made like little arm generators, so you draw it. And then, like a, a hand just. Sticks I've seen, I've seen there. that. I've seen your clips of that stuff. That's what I was talking about with the the fingers, and you can, you know, draw yeah. and you can switch I, through I, hand. Yeah, and it, it's like it's basic. That's how I made noodles because I, I I put out noodles, which is more generic and it's just a color and it's tubes and you can play around with it, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like very quickly, when if someone d downloads that, they'll and they can look at it and they go, oh well, you're just refer you're just instancing a sphere at the end of our you know, at the end of a curve mm -hmm. that you're meshing, which is at the same radius as the sphere, so it's a perfect tube. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, I could just reference to anything at the end of that. Yeah. So, like, you can suddenly put a hand. And then I made little leg generators, and then I found myself, instead of animating, like, I'll, I'll hopefully be able to release this, you know, next year or something. You know, this, we need a little test. It's lovely. It's like you start to kind of break the rules because mm -hmm. you're like, well, I'm actually not going to bother rigging the whole like body i'm just going to draw like a few different arm shapes yeah. uh, and then i'm going to switch them out and it's suddenly like a more expressive mm. thing that took like no time at all but it's just with those principles of sure. proceduralism actually like you make like a basically make a collection of like hands make a collection of like mouse shapes make a collect like you would in the real world if you were like stop frame making different cast yeah. objects we will be replacing and then just flick through them mm -hmm. with the index number and well, it's do, like, do, you, do you ever do that live in in any of your like if you, you know when you can press play in blender which i really like where you can press play yeah. have auto key on and just yeah. kind of like scrub yeah. 
totally. and, and you know drag an arm around and just absolutely yeah no yeah and the, the auto key thing's cool and that was a thing that moho did as well it's okay. like you could find yourself just like dragging things around i was like oh, i'm so glad that it can do it in blender but yeah just like make a little bone and then make that a driver and then just like and then you could probably like times it by a certain number if you, you know to get like a feeling for like how much you want to pull it to like for it to change yeah and like you can attach it to osc stuff like we did a we did a adult swim short called christmas is cancelled which is actually the start of it was the thing that brought us into development cartoon oh, okay. network because they're owned right. by the same they're all owned by warner yeah but like that we made like we made a short that uh basically was just like all the like Actually, I, I probably wouldn't use this this way now, but it's like it's it's like a thing. I haven't made a setup like this in a while, but for the Adult Swim Shark, we used this oh, sort of setup. And, and, it, and again, I think it came out of like, you know, that whole thing I was saying earlier about 10 years. It's like, I kind of like have done a lot of 2D animation and keyframing. And I'm like, I'm actually just excited to not and excited, you know, because in a way, the setup of these things sometimes takes sometimes even longer yeah it's the until setup. you get it down mm -hmm. but it's like that's not the point it's about the process because yeah. it's like i'm actually more interested in trying to sort of i sound a bit pretentious here but innovate on how you would make a yeah. thing because i've done the making a thing a certain way for so long i'm like i'm kind of bored of it yeah that's why this face cap thing's cool that's why it's like oh maybe i could animate this with my face or my body yeah as opposed to like sitting and making this perfect piece of animation mm -hmm. that at the end of the day maybe you know who cares yeah you know exactly it's like it's more about the the, the, the just doing something a little more i don't know making something a bit more intuitive is something that's exciting me at the moment yeah. and you know? do, do you um guess talking about like the process and you know typically people you spoke earlier about some, you know, you go into a project and you don't really know what you want it to do or what story you want to, you know, how you want the story to go. And it's kind of as you go type thing rather than, you know, writing a, a script and then storyboarding and then taking that to the next step. And then you've, you know, that traditional process, I guess, obviously mm -hmm. in, in the way that you do things, it seems it's not that, that traditional way or, you know. I think because I have done, I think, I think, weirdly, the first one, Longbird wasn't. It was like, I'll just do it. Yeah. Like, and I'll, I, I like that intuitive way of making films. And then what I quickly realized is that, no, you need to store it. And working with a stop frame animator, best friend, it's like, you need to board it. We just finished a shot with the BFI, and that was heavily, like, it was an animatic, story artist, right. scripts. Like, we can do that, and we, we have to do that. But maybe like the thing that i find really exciting is just doing yeah. and just like making things and letting the process just guide you mm -hmm. and then you discover things and that is way more exciting for yeah. me than like going and writing this perfect script and this beautiful clear animatic and then going at going and crunching doing it it's yeah. like and then you've got to animate in a you know a nice way whereas by that contraption that you've got going on that feels like you say puppetry where accidental yeah. things can happen on stage that and we're and we make ourselves laugh yeah you know yeah. what i mean we're doing it and we're like we're like, like look how funny it, that was when that like i started to like glitch and uh, or, or the head went backwards for a moment or something yeah, funny yeah. And it, 
freak, freaks out and like <laughs> thing that you didn't think would happen happens. It's yeah. like that is so fun. Yeah. That. And that's what we we're putting into our that's how we pitched it to Cartoon, because we were like, we want to make this in a like in a different way. We want to yeah. make it like in this procedural way, which to be fair to them, they probably were like, what the fuck are you talking about? But when you actually start doing tests and start sharing it, it's like they're really on board now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, why wouldn't you be? Because it's like, it's faster, it's more fun, it looks different, it looks kind of shit at points, but it doesn't matter because it's dialogue driven, yeah. you know, you know, we've, you know, we have written it to a degree, you know what I mean? And, but like in terms of, and because we're in Blender, we can change the cameras about sure. It's not like doing a 2D production where it's like you need everything down. It's like, no, you can we can move the things about mm -hmm. and like improvise because that's that's what we're that's that's yeah. the that's the magic, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, people work in totally different ways. I totally get that. Like God, you know, you'll be talking to people who are like so in their way and brilliant at it. And like that's amazing. But like I think the things that I'm interested in personally is mm -hmm. these edging over to the procedural stuff sure. and being able to like being able to play more yeah i guess that feels more freeing as a as a as yeah. a creator yeah um, and then yeah you, like you say you discover stuff that it's not even in your head that is a thought until it happens and then you go exactly. you know what that would be so cool if now we've gone in this direction and oh that can we can try this now or it's that natural 100%. like navigating like freely yeah and, yeah and like not to be too conceptual but you know like when you model a thing you're like it's very like rigid mm -hmm. and with like noodles like i i'll use it to do things i'll make a little eyebrow or whatever it's like and it's pen pressure and it's like it's already like i can improvise yeah. i can play because it's like if i had slightly held the pen down a little yeah, more you get a different you know, outcome a little different and it's like i you have to embrace those like little accidents yeah. and like really lean in and then it's like oh that's just so much more exciting yeah i think definitely you know, i'm making it sound very like easy it's not necessarily but it gets e it's getting easier because yeah. it's like and everyone shares the tools as well you yeah. know what i mean or even for like a pounder sign someone put something up like i'm gonna buy it yeah like and like dig into it and find out what how they did it mm -hmm. and it's like oh that's so fucking cool i love so that, i love that when you know and, and every time you do a stroke, it's different every single time. So totally. you're never getting, totally. um, it's like when we, I remember like, this is complete segue, uh, but just it. popped into my head. When I used to play like a Tony Hawk's skate game, right? A kickflip was always a kickflip. And when yeah. skate came out, it was like you use the analogs and it kind of made you feel that each time you do like a different pressure or a different flick, and it, and you flick it slower that the kick flips a little bit slower and you can catch it there and it kind yeah. of you bail and you fall and it feels more free and fluid rather than yeah. being stuck to the cube is a cube and that kick flip can only go that high or spin this quick totally. it's like whoa yeah. this is fucking cool man so more exciting yeah to totally totally man i know it. that's exactly it it's exactly it yeah it's just yeah and i just yeah i just i love that you can do that it really was. It's like it gives you purpose. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It really like that software blender is just like opened so many things up. Mm -hmm. And now I make work on it. Now I like do commercial work on it. And yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like it's pretty quick. I'm mm -hmm. quite, you know, I what I would say to people who are like scared, <laughs> it's just like 
don't be just have a project and run in and just like just make sure make it happen yeah well we, we've had um some some you know people say like you know learning new softwares and you know the best way to do it there's no best or wrong or right way to learn something but no, what what no. one guy said to us was you know for example unreal engine it's yeah. or any software it's such a daunting space when you open it up um and he said you know i could have gone on uh, youtube and said, typed in the first tutorial I need to do and then i need to learn this and then i can learn that it's quite overwhelming so what he yeah. did was he thought okay i just want to make a short film and it's going to be a couple of people fighting each other and i want it to look cool and i want it to be set here and then he worked he- backwards and it was like how do i use mocap how do i texture this how do I do? so yeah. so he knew what he needed to do all the way to get to that exactly. end result rather than being in the sea and just floating out in the world of Unreal Engine, like I'm lost here. Absolutely, you, you bang, he's, he's exactly yeah. right. And, and uh, making a habit, mm-hmm. like that's like that, that's the biggest thing I think. It's like you you make a habit and that's why it's like, sometimes I'll just open geometry nodes and then like half an hour and I'll be like, all right. And then the prior new node, and then you bring it out and you're fucking plugging it in the wrong things yeah. and all that, but it doesn't matter. And then you're like, you go, it's about habit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm now, and like not, and I, what I would say to like anyone who's going in and wants to do rig, because rigging's great in Blender. Uh, for me, it's the longer way around, but like not using the pre-made rigging stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's quite a it's quite a bold thing to say, but it's like it really helped. Like not using it, mm-hmm. and then now I downloaded it and like used it from Greg McCat. I'm like fucking hell, this is. <laughs> so good and but i understand what it's doing sure like all the constraints it's basically just automating a setup that has all the constraints working and toggles them on and off and it has a nice script that like makes it clean by the end of the day it's like just throw in a few bones on a like arm and like make it stretch and yeah. squish and add a lattice and like try and like just mess about with like constraint and just see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's like, I could probably like, I, there's no point in me making a full rig because it can just generate one. But like, I get it now. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, that's the best way to like learn. And it habit, just like keep doing it. I know how to do this, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it from scratch mm-hmm. like for like, it's going to take me half an hour, but it's like, that's not that long. Yeah. It's like, it's going to take me half an hour and I'll, it'll just get that, printed into sure, my brain sure how you do it definitely yeah. so it's totally like i think it's the right way of doing it and i think well, it clearly again, works clearly works for you will you've you've yeah the stuff that you end up creating is just yeah it's the stuff i love to see and many people you know love to see how it's made and they they go how's will done this i see a lot of people commenting on like posts and and that's what's a great thing about the, the community the questions yeah. get asked and questions get answered and then it's just yeah. that whole like we're all in it together and look what this guy's doing look what she's doing totally you know I, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that i'm glad i am but i that's genuinely something i really th- and i feel like learning it i've learned it through watching posts and youtube things and it's like it's almost like a duty you you like you, you give it back and you go oh this is like i don't do them very religiously but if i come if i find a wee thing that is helpful for me I'm like, it's like a it's like a responsibility you have. You have to go like, and not and again, I probably get roasted sometimes. It's like that's a fucking stupid way to do it. Don't do that. But like, at least it's like, 
look at like does anyone else have anyone else tried it this way because it's probably the fastest way i've worked out how to do it that might help someone you know i see a little like thing most days and i'm like fucking hell how'd they do that and then like most of them let you download the file and then have a look at it like it's awesome i remember um Going back to David O'Reilly, when he released his characters for free, when you can download them, I was like, whoa, I've got to download these. I want to play with this. He's very open to kind of, you know, I've I've made a film with these cats and squids and birds and you can go and make your, tell your stories or have a play and see how I've done it and and see what you can learn from it and take from it and inspire and. Absolutely. That's so, that's so exciting, that stuff. It's like, you know, I have this thing that I haven't done. I kind of made this little character generator. And my thought was, I want to just like make it and then just throw it out and then get people to just like, you know, not get, you know, allow people to like play around with them. Yeah. And there's a slight arrogance about that. It's like, how, how do you know that people will actually do that or should they or whatever? But like, I love it as an idea. Yeah. Like, and kind of actually noodles was a bit more of a distilled version. It's like, it's just a geometry note, simple setup. But it's like, anyone who uses it, I feel a bit honored. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I would I would download that if I had just started. I would download that. And that's, it's like, oh, if anyone who wants to do anything like that, change it. Tell me how to make it better because mm. it's probably, like, maybe the new version. But I think the new, it does work in the new version. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe, like, oh, right, there's a better way to do this. And it's well, like, that's just so exciting to me. Well, I mean, just going off, would that would that generate characters? Um, well, like out of shapes what? and you know, change like a big circle with small eyes and long legs, or a short well, legs, tall body. I, I made. I, I tried to make this procedural character generator, and then I was like, no one's going to want to use this, and I'll just make a noodles thing so people can do that and then attach things on if they want. Yeah, but um, it never actually. I never actually finished it, but like, I think I will. Yeah. I think I'll just be like whack it out and then you know people can make their own meshes and yeah. put their own ones on it and stuff well it just goes but, to yeah. show that like look at the characters that can be made and brought to life if you know obviously it's all about the design um yeah. and the simplicity from your background of you know design the yeah. design world but i mean look on my screen now i love the, and this is the first thing i saw of your work uh, a, good, a good while back um it's uh-huh. the little character the little yellow it's in betty uh, there's the green yeah. bird and the yellow bird. And just when I saw that in the viewport of Blender, just sort of being pulled around and blinking and it's just, yeah. just simple shape. It's, but so oh, yeah. it's full of character and it's got so much like personality in the way it moves and things, you know? Yeah. That's, that's lovely, man. That really, nice. really is. And then yeah, way back then. I've already had the character design. Okay. Again, it's like, oh, well, now that I'm in this 3d space, it's like oh, I can just like build it out like that, and like the limbs aren't procedural because they, they that was one of the first the earlier things I'm looking at it too, like they're they're like modelled. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I think I was getting into, um, I watched this tutorial about you can rig a lattice, mm-hmm. which is so cool. So like if you have a stretchy bone, you know, like that's you know a stretch two on a little controller, mm-hmm. you can you can you can make a lattice. And then just like make that be controlled by that stretchy bone and controller. Yeah. And then you can just like attach, well, you can attach anything to a lattice. Yeah. So it's, suddenly you've got this like little cartoony, like squashy, squishy thing that is like really malleable. Mm-hmm. And like, and so like, I, yeah, got a bit obsessed and then made everything like that. Yeah. 
He's, now if I and you've even made a hat. Can we get those hats at the uh, flat pack? Will this hat? Yeah, uh, I've got to. I've got to. I've got to make it clear. Uh, this was a present, and I actually had another <laughs> hat. I had another hat because uh, I was making this game years ago. We actually, we actually did make a, like a very short thing, but like we're still kind of hopefully going to get back to it at some point. And I had this embroidered hat as well. But nice. I'm, I feel like it's okay to wear your own merch as long as someone else has bought it. Just so you know, I'm not. No, I love it. Totally self. I love it. I'm totally self obsessed. It's just, it was a present. It was a birthday present. But um, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can rustle up a few more. Yeah, we, we'd down. we'd buy some. Uh, our end will cool. definitely. Um, you you mentioned earlier, and people ask what software do you use and what inspires you to create these characters. My questions are: What softwares do you not use, and uh, what doesn't inspire you? Will <laughs> I flipped it completely the other way around? Just just for you to put. I, your I used to work at. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Clever. Working on your feet. I uh, I used to work at this. Well, I still do freelance sometimes. The design company in Glasgow called ISO Design, and I learned a lot from there. Mm. Like, they, uh, they do a lot of stuff for museums. It's a lot of After Effects, a lot of Cinema 4D, um, and Unity because there's a lot of interactive okay. stuff. Uh, and I was always felt I always felt a bit like out of out of like like you know underqualified when it came to Cinema 4D. Uh, and I did a bit of it. I did use it a bit, but I. I think they're they're like a maybe funny people studio. I'll get that wrong probably. But like they all have licensed computers, obviously, and there's Cinema 4D and everything. It was as simple as like, okay, I'll go and use cinema, but it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. And I like actually came and I'll probably get bitten for this, but I actually came to kind of work out that like character animation, which is what I'm really interested in, wasn't like super great in it. It's like it I struggled with it. So I would say and and when finding Blender and like being like like oh this is free and brilliant you can do everything and make your own modifiers because that's what geometry does you need your yeah. own modifiers like I've I realized like I don't need cinema at all right like and I'm quite glad that I didn't invest loads of time doing that which is brutal to say but it's like it's true sure. so like that's that is definitely one that I I think if you're into character stuff. I think if you're in design and doing things quick, cinema's great. But I think if you're in like kind of kind of complex rigging and really going down like the procedural route, maybe it'll get better. But I think Blender's the place. Mm-hmm. Maya's very expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would say yeah. There's only one three D software for me, and it's Blender. I and my name uh, is Will Anderson, and I am addicted yeah. to Blender. Exactly. Design. Everyone knows. No, that's that's not yeah. a bad thing at all, man. Do, do you and, go on? No, no. And what was the other thing? Did you ask uh, what doesn't inspire me? Oh, uh, yeah. What doesn't inspire you? Will what really grinds you and just really saps all your creativity? Dogs. Dogs. I don't like dogs. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cat person. Oh, that's a good answer. That's a great answer. Um, Ian Hubert. Did you? How long was it until you discovered Ian Hubert? And in the blender world have you seen any of his stuff because if you haven't discovered if you haven't um heard of uh in hubert his kind of humor his simp- 
simply if you see some of his work you'll see like these yeah. hyper like stylized stuff but if you break go ah, into his tough. tutorials it's a very the lazy way of doing things or the simplified versions of the quick way the quick the free the fun that yeah, kind yeah. of attitude and i think yeah yeah you know i was just wondering if you've ever sort of seen of his i watched stuff. the talk of his he's the world building guy. that's it yeah yeah no he is yeah it's awesome and i love the people's reactions in the crowd like he's like ah oh, fucking if you need don't don't spend two months making a, a ship with a million polys just project this onto that and then just put a wiggle modifier on it and put it in the background and it looks great and everyone's like yeah he's so true what? it's so right <laughs> yeah and it, it's sort of the it's funny because like these softwares are built on real world well you know you know what i mean it's like yeah. light reflects and cycles anyway that in that real world thing and just consider you know like i've i like i never use cycles Same. always ev and ev's like i've been told ev's like the, the like it cheats everything it's like a game yeah. engine it'll cheat the light and all that and it's like it's it's we're fucking rendering it out at the end of the day and you're you know you're telling whatever you need to it's like people get very and rightly so if that's what they're doing but like get so obsessed with realism mm -hmm. the thing i'm not in there for realism no. i'm in there for like playing around with geometry yeah. and you know, creating things quickly and making things look nice, hopefully, you know what I mean? And then it's got nicer, but like, but yeah, I'm totally like a fish bash bosh guy, like just whack it together and like, just get it out. Cause it's like, well, um, you know, we're busy. Yeah. Got stuff to do. We've got lots to <laughs> do. Um, we've got a guy, um, that, uh, he's a young lad, actually blender, self-taught blender artist. And, He's obsessed with cycles and his work. He just runs, runs us through cycles, which is absolutely fine. Um, and we were just trying to convert, not convert, but introduce some EV into his life. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, it by, is by it And it's, its capabilities. We Because we do previews, essentially. We don't really do final work. And we, we keep right. bash things together and we, we tell stories. And it's all about, you know, such a cliche thing to say, but it's all about story, which it you know definitely it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. And so we don't get caught up too much on uh, the, oh, that, you know, the chromatic aberration on the edge is not correct to the lens of the camera that, and, exactly. and that, that depth of field doesn't look, we, we yeah. don't worry about all that stuff. Us, and us obviously guys. everyone, you know, everyone's got a different Absolutely, thing. Absolutely, man. Maybe they need that and that's yeah. cool. It's just in generally, and maybe it'll develop, but generally it's like, you know, it's doing everything I need. And yeah. I want, and it's sort of real time. That's so it. It's like, as long as it's doing what you need and what you want out of it, that's the main thing, isn't yeah. it? Well, you can even, um, you know, for things like, you know, in Eevee, uh, you know, you can bake like cube reflections and, and reflection maps, you know, like yeah. things. So there's little things and there's there's people, like I, I was watching a short animation created entirely in Eevee and Blender and they had a load of like tips and tricks of like you turn this setting up here and you put the light yeah. closer here and you put a baker cube map over here to get that reflection totally. and things um so the results that you can get out of it if you know or, or discover these things that's that the results are even more incredible um but it just goes to show that yeah it's uh it, yeah. it's pretty powerful stuff man yeah you know like it shows how like like how much of a noob I was. I remember like I made these, I started making that, you know, that little yellow bird character from Bay. Yeah. And like someone went, uh, subsurface scattering. 
I was going to, that's a big thing here. It was like you clearly discovered subsurface scattering on From on a comment, because I was like, oh, no, I've used, I thought they meant subdivision. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. But I thought they meant just subdivide it. I'm like, man. <laughs> I don't want more I, divisions. I, I want to keep no, it. I just went away and Googled it. And I'm like, I'm such like, I <laughs> zero idea about what the fuck that was. And I'm like, oh, now it's like, it's everywhere. I'm just like, yeah, yeah it's cool. I love it. Sort of understand it. It's sort of faking it. And it's like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you learn by doing yeah. and like, like sharing. And so cool. Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, well, I would want to speak for another two three hours about stuff because oh, i'm having can, such now nah, we could do that when uh don't flat pack no please I, I really do look forward to that man and we'll have some beers and you'll yeah. you'll see drew and you'll obviously you, you know a lot of people in that space anyway so i really look forward to it really Definitely. Forward. and thanks thanks for having me on I'm, no i'm I'll... doing a, i'm doing a talk at pictoplasma in may and oh. it's kind of about the process okay i'm like and I think they asked, I think it was like a day between yeah, you asking about the, you know, the process, sure. you know, uh, podcast thing. And it's like, that's exactly what, like, I need to be thinking about. And yeah. I, it's what, it's exactly what I do really. It's yeah. kind of process led work. Yeah. So I'm, ta I'm talking a lot about Greg in cool. uh, at Picto, which what, is like. What do you think Greg is doing at this very time? Do you ever feel that your characters, when you close Blender, they, what they're doing in there? Type. Oh yeah, he's freaking out. <laughs> he's going to open it up. Because uh, like this week, I'm doing the opener for Pictoplasma. Right. Like, uh, you, have you been to Pictoplasma? No, I haven't been, it? no, but I know of it. it. So it's like, I'm making the opening thing and it's Greg Amazing, kind of man. being born. And and I actually need it done by Friday. So I'm like... Sorry, well, I've, I've chewed no, 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 into it. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, that made me sound like I'm trying to... Yeah, <laughs> no, but just so you know, that's the type... That's oh, my the, so and I need to I need to make sixty seconds, maximum sixty seconds of Greg's I'm birth, a, uh, like birth. Yeah, like, I think out of geometry okay. and like having a bit of a crisis and uh, maybe collapsing in on himself. I'm not sure yet, but it, it's what <laughs> it's what uh, I was saying earlier. It's like I don't really want to know exactly. Yeah, you'll just you'll I'm discover as you go. Amazing, man. But that'll probably be that'll probably be that will be out by the time because i think black packs after picked sure. so but yeah greg is so right now greg is freaking out, freaking out. <laughs> he's ready to be to be born um yeah <laughs> just to just to finish on this one thought i had talking about like you know you puppeteering these characters and you interacting with these characters that's what it really makes them feel like they're a part of the story when you were saying earlier about they're telling you at times what to do there's yeah, that real yeah. like um relationship between the creator and the created but almost feel sometimes that they've been there before you and you know they're it's telling fun. you what to do as if an actor is on stage yep. you know ready to act and you're puppeteering them but they're like you know what do you want me to do i, I have i've existed before this moment totally. and then you know totally. i can really feel that with these characters that you create um, oh, and the stories uh, that you tell it really feels quite um like you can touch them and they yeah. have a life of their own when you close down blender and when you close down the application that they exist oh that, it, i love that idea. really That's really so does cool. man 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I think, yeah, getting that nuance in that, you know, it's like building a thing so that it can just react yeah. maybe helps with that. Yeah. I'm still just, I'm still trying to discover what that is, you know, but the, I'm doing a film with Greg. So I'm, I'm going to like make a, make a, a, probably a short and pitch it as a longer thing, Excellent. but like, so yeah, he will exist. Amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and I want it to be like, you know, cause hopefully like my older work, like Longbird and that people kind of know who he is. Mm -hmm because he's, he's a great actor, the guy did it, but like, it's like, you just want to make characters that mm -hmm. you just are like, you do think that, like, what is he doing just now? Yeah. Like, what, what are they doing? And like, they're living and breathing like we are. Cause that's what the films we watch, yeah. that's the games we play, everything. It's yeah. like, so exciting to just generate that. Definitely. Man. Like a good time to be alive. Definitely. Well, I'll look forward to see more of Greg, uh, Will. And yeah. this chat has been, a real blast, man, and I really appreciate your time. I and it's really enjoyed it, man. You okay. Thank you, man. Pleasure. Well, cheers. Okay. We'll uh, we'll have to catch up soon. Definitely. This is where we cut, isn't it? Cut. <laughs> so, Will, how did you find that talk? No, that was uh, really. Oh, what the fuck are you saying? What <laughs> yeah. fuck? You cut that bit out of so and so. That was you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have asked that stupid. God, I can't yeah. believe you. Uh, well, any last kind of plugs? What you up to? What you want to plug? Anything, if anything, before we could do uh, final uh, thoughts. Well, we could do a final thought of. We could do a round of this before we right, sign off. Let's get. Let's get, yeah. let's get one up. Let's okay. Get it up. See what, this is what Will's final thought of the day. Final thought of the day. Ready? Right, three, Tell me two, when. When. Okay. Uh, left, it's it's same one. Same one. Holy shit! You cleaned a flag because it was dirty. No, uh, left or right? We'll go with just... left. Left. Let's go left. Oh my gosh, this is weird. Something else that's dirty. Batten is dirty. <laughs> you're a dirty man, Will, and I think that wraps I'm, up the I final am. thought. And you're gonna, you're gonna learn that. <laughs> no, I can't believe I said that. Okay, no, that's it. The edit. <laughs> No, that's that's the um that's the hook. Uh <laughs> dirty guy. Dirty guy from Scotland. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Matt, and we'll, we'll see you at Flatpack and we'll speak to you very soon, man. Nice one, man. Okay. Have a nice day. You too, man. See you later. Bye bye. bye. See you later, Will. If you're looking for more conversations like this and can't wait for the next episode, head over to our YouTube channel or follow the link in the episode description.